Welcome to Let's Talk, Ed and Zahi. We have been talking about the value of college degrees and and how there's a shrinking amount of people that, that's been happening over the years that, that find a lot of value in college degrees. And in our last show, we talked a little bit about, about that problem. And one of the things that we talked about was for, for many years, there's there's been a lot of push for people to go and get a bachelor's degree. And that was sort of put out there as the end all and be all. You get a bachelor's degree, you're going to get a great job, you're going to do well. And that has been at the expense, really, of, um, you know, associate's degrees, uh, of certificates and, and other credentials like that. Yes, Absolutely. And and the way that it's been packaged, both in K through 12 and, and past that, and sometimes in the media is, is why would you want this blue collar job? You need to go to college and experience life and get those white collar jobs. Um, and, and we framed it as a duality where in reality, it's a continuum. Um, I think that's, that's part of the problem. And, and, one thing you you uh, you've uh, you mentioned before we started recording, you talked about the value proposition being based on a long long term play, which I really liked. So how can we, when we're talking to our students as as career counselors or as teachers, how can we describe the whole situation? Because it is true, if you go to college for four, five, six years. That's going to delay your ability to get that job. It, it might pay higher. That's true. But it can delay it. It can delay your opportunity to start family if that's what you want to do. It can delay your opportunity taking care, to take care of your uh, other dependents if that's the reality. So is it, is it in the way we, we frame it? to others that we've shot uh, ourselves in the foot? Or is it is it more? And I don't know. I mean, I'm looking at you for the consummate uh, communicator to help me see through. Yeah. And, you know, so like one of the things that, that we have done is we've talked about and we have the, the studies that show this, that someone that earns a degree from us and, and I work at a community college, you know, will make X amount of dollars more over a career than somebody that does not have a degree. Um, you know, so obviously there are always going to be exceptions to the rule and it's certainly not a guarantee that, you know, okay, you come, you get a degree from us and you make a quarter million dollars more than somebody that doesn't get a degree from us. You could have somebody that, uh, you know, has a high school degree and gets in a career and is absolutely exceptional at everything they do. And, and they surpass that by far. Uh, that's always the possibility. But I, I think part of it is, you know, students may see something like that and think, you know, I'm going to come out of the gate and I'm going to make $75,000, $80,000 a year. And that's the part that's not going to probably happen. Uh, but what what that degree should do is over time, you know, put you in a position to move up the ladder faster, move into, 
you know, different positions that do pay more uh, over time, maybe get into, you know, managerial supervisory type roles that, that tend to pay more. Those are some of the things that, that we're talking about. Um, you know, now that can be a bitter pill to swallow if you're getting hired at the same time and at the same rate as somebody that they just pulled off the street that didn't put in the time and money into a degree that you just put into. Uh, and, and quickly when something like that happens, like you probably get angry uh, that, you know, why did I just do all of this? So I think part of it for colleges is really making sure they are doing a good job of explaining the realities, explaining and showing, you know, what does what does this look like when you get into this? And, you know, it's easy to look at things from the Bureau of Labor Statistics and, and that show um, this is what the, the median salary for this position is. But the context of that is, you know, that's for everybody in that field, not necessarily this is the median salary for somebody just starting in this career. Yeah, I'm going to go back to Zahi ranting and raving, perhaps, uh, and, and speak to, you know, something we've talked about very often, which is we attach a lot of value to a credential, but not necessarily to the education. And I remember in in the fall or upcoming to the general election in the fall of 2022 in Illinois, there were uh, this massive uh, uh, campaign from um, uh, unions talking about the, the value of, of apprenticeships. And one of the people they put up front and center was was somebody who was going through the operating engineer uh apprenticeship who spoke specifically about the fact that he wasn't he didn't think he was cut for college well in 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 my mind what do you think an apprenticeship is other than an education what is college other than an education so how can we stop dividing and how can we stop competing and start focusing on our job in terms of workforce and economic and social and economic and, and, and uh, community development. Do you agree? Or is this just that uh, he high on something? No, you know, cause you know, a lot of people, when they think apprenticeship, they're immediately thinking, Oh, well, you're doing on the job training at, at, you know, a high level basically. And, you know, in, in some cases, you know, where colleges get sullied is, um, you know, maybe you're talking more theoretical than practical, uh, you know, and you see that especially at the, the four-year level where uh, in, in some cases it almost feels like you're going out of your way to not talk about how to do hands-on things, but rather talk about how you would talk about doing hands-on things. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I think there are a lot of people that really put a tremendous amount of value in hands-on education. Uh, now, with that said, I think it's very important that when you are doing that hands-on education, you are doing that in a relevant way, um, you know, and, and you're doing that to make sure that you are, are developing people that are workforce ready. Um, and that comes down to working with business and industry. And we've talked about 
uh, that where, you know, businesses don't always see colleges doing a good job at those sorts of things. So, you know, there, there has to be this effort to engage business and industry and what are the skills that we need to make sure that we are building in our students? Yeah. Yeah. So we go, we're going back to several of the topics we covered over the last few months, uh, chiefly that we don't function in a vacuum. We are part of the workforce development. So how can we work with the other elements of it to understand what, what boxes we need to check and not just from a perspective of saying we've done it, but from the perspective of building those competencies and, and, and those abilities that, that are going to move the individual forward. Because like, like you said, uh, again, off the air, which is like Bill Gates and Mark Zuckerberg and, and so many others can't point to, uh, to a diploma that they've gotten from higher education but they've been innovators, right? They continue to learn, they continue to grow, and they are now, you know, obviously individuals who are not just high achievers, but have changed the world. Right, and I think one of the keys that you said there is, you know, it's it's continuous education. Um, you know, just because you get that degree doesn't mean you stop learning. And you know, I'm not talking about, oh, I have to go and get, you know, these continuing education credits or, or whatnot. But, you know, it's always striving to to stay up to date with the most modern things that are happening in the industry. So if you enjoy topics like this, uh, you can subscribe to us here on YouTube. Ring that bell down below. You'll get notified when we post new content. And of course, you can find Let's Talk Ed on all of your favorite podcasting platforms as well. So for Dr. Zahi Atala, I'm Chris Ford. We'll see you next time right here on Let's Talk Ed.